and welcome back to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair with Fandom Fair, a deep dive media show with Sam and Midge and Joe and Sean and Foster. Hello. And Foster. Are you doing? And Bryce, who's not here. He's going to go get his ADJ sheet. Yeah, he left him in his That's fine. He'll be back. So this week, Sean, who did our lovely PR of the Empire episode, if you would like to listen to that or any of our other backlogs, um, feel free to listen to it on Spotify or Google Podcasts at Fandom Fair. F A N D O M F A R E. That's also the TikTok and the Twitter. And our Instagram is fandom underscore fair. I still have to check and see if that's available. I'm going to I'm going to DM that person and be like, Can I have your handle? You don't use it. You don't use it. You don't even use that account. Um anyway. So Sean has done another he's done a previous episode on the PR of the Empire, which was a fantastic episode. Excellent. Um, and Top so tier. Sean has returned with yes. another PR plan, <laughs> but this yeah. time for the infamous Patty's Pub of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That is yes. how I <laughs> described it in the twi- Twitter. The thing. infamous Patty's Pub. Yes, I did the infamous. Pa- <laughs> I said it's always sunny in Philadelphia, and it's infamous pub Patty's bar. Uh, Patty's pub. Patty's Irish pub. I think I said bar Patty's pub. I can't remember why I said that. Patty's pub is just an Irish bar, so I'll probably be, like, kind of, like, interchanging them. But to give my little uh, intro again, it's probably been, like, a year since I did one of these. But here I am a public relations major. This is kind of what I do. This is what I want to do post-grad. And Patty's pub. (laughs) Always Sunny is something that the four of us enjoy. So I thought this would be a great idea just to do for the radio, just to kind of see what I can kind of put my lens to, to something that we all kind of enjoy. Sean was going to do the PR of uh, Freddy Fazbear. Oh, Oh my God. That'd be horrible. One minute tangent. Someone could tell me if they even want to. This will be one minute. But uh, (laughs) the thing with FNAF is that there's so many different things going on at the same time where I'm like, oh, this is going on at this time, but it's also going on in the 70s. So, like, it's just, like, it's just too complicated. I really wanted to do it for, like, Halloween time, but, like, with, like, work and like everything going on i just don't think it's gonna happen maybe it might happen years years down the line it's just me to look at and frame (laughs) but i just don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon but a boy can dream (laughs) damn i remember i I forgot it was october and like last october we did like really kind of like uh horror based episodes throughout the month of october but that's fine we did. I, I think one of our. This is, I think, I, it's always sunny. It's essentially a horror show. I'm gonna say this. Right I think now. it. I think it'd be a horror to lo- work there. Absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 think, I, I think one of our better episodes is actually um, when we talked about Squid Game. Oh, oh yeah. Squid Game was, was fun. That, yeah, Squid Game is a great. Ep- we're talking about Squid Game is a great episode. Um, someone who hasn't watched Squid Game yet. Squid Games. Thank you, Theron. Theron Naruto. No. That's what uh, I said. Mithron Naruto. <laughs> no, that, that, that was my attempt at a Boba Fett when I oh, haven't had water in 13 thanks. hours. Would thanks, you like some Boba water? Fett. Yes, please. Here you go. Um, right. So, Sean, take it away. Okay. So, we'll just uh, kind of go through like a general introduction of people who don't know what Always Sunny is and kind of just like, give them an idea of what Patty's Pub is and kind of what I'm going to do here. So, I have my document in front of me. So, Patty's Pub is a traditional Irish bar in the heart of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. With a lot to offer, Patty's Pub is allegedly because of this one episode where, like, (laughs) at the end of the episode, we still do not know if they are the oldest bar in America with a rich history and culture facilitated by their staff and clients. Allegedly. Because they never figured out. Anyway, (laughs) Patty has some problems with getting people in the door, as you can kind of see in the 
episodes, a lot of times the bar is pretty much empty with me like one or two extras in the background with mainly the gang, which consists of Frank Reynolds, which is uh, Danny DeVito's character. He owns the bar. He's a partial owner. Partial I believe owner. After he's uh, Charlie gives it up. Yeah. Yeah. So Frank, uh, Frank Reynolds, Dennis Reynolds, which is his, his son, and Ronald Mac Vandross. <laughs> no, it's not th- Ronald McDonald. <laughs> no. No. No, me. No, it's not. not you did not pay attention to season fourteen. <laughs> no. When they went, yeah. to, when they went to Ireland. Oh right. And then they All find. Right, listen, they, they find out that Max's last name isn't. McDonald. It's Vandross. It's Vandross. His father is Luther, as in Luther Vandross. <laughs> the singer. Well, not the singer, but not like the singer. Um, Are you saying my dad's name is Luther Vandross? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't do the mom voice. Anyway, those are the three owners, which is pretty much half the gang. And the other two are Dee Reynolds, which is Frank's daughter, and Dennis's sister, who is also referred to as Deandra. Deandra. <laughs> Deandra. Oh, and then. Sorry. <laughs> Let me get through my introduction real quick. Um, and then Charlie Kelly, which had steak at one time, at one time, but sold it. And the real goal of this is kind of just to spread awareness and bring more people back into the to the bar and potentially kind of like boost this bar to be like kind of like an it bar of the East Coast. A big dream would be like the it bar of America, but that's kind of like a little unrealistic. I'm more trying to make it the it bar of the Philly area on the East Coast if we kind of like can get it there. Yeah. George, did you have a commentary? Yeah, go. We going to address that Dee and Dennis are not actually Frank's son or children, yeah. or is that like irrelevant? I did not know that. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, yeah. Fra- um, they, we find out that their actual dad is uh, some totally different guy. <laughs> like oh, Frank is like, you're not my kids, and then he's like, that means I don't gotta pay you anything, and he, he gets to keep all his wealth, and like. Yeah, the, I remember that episode. And they still <laughs> hold a grudge about it. <laughs> All right. Oh, this okay. is why you get uh, documents fact checked. <laughs> um, would you say that's a pretty good yeah. basis of yeah. everything? Yeah, solid. Okay, so I'll just go straight to kind of like the client info. So a little bit more about Patty's Pub. It has a lot to author. Like I said, it is potentially the oldest bar in America with a very rich history. But it has some problems kind of just like getting people in. Like I said, like it's kind of just like... A pretty much like empty bar, like every kind of like bar you kind of see in like other kind of like media or even just in real life, it's supposed to have a kind of just a rich, kind of just a rich atmosphere with kind of like people like drinking and like talking and like playing games even. But like with patties, it's kind of just like hard to really like bring more people in. And like it's in Philly, it's kind of like a metropolitan, well, not technically a metropolitan area, but like it's more. It's a, it's a city area. It, yeah, yeah, it's, it's more like, like a city area. Like so suburb like kind of. Building. No, th- no, no right, there's a whole right, episode right. where they go to the suburbs. <laughs> there is uh, always sunny Philly, and there is Aaron and Juliet Philly. Hi, Aaron and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> My sister and her girlfriend. Um, yeah. Fine. So it's kind of just like weird to see how there's like kind of like a disconnect where like it's a big city bar, but they don't have like the big city clientele doesn't really like yeah reminds me of the episode where they uh they infiltrate like the like the hip new bar down the street right the yeah bar <laughs> yeah but like even going like through like the fandom wiki it's just like oh the, it's a big bar but barely anyone comes in except one episode i forget what episode it is but they're like oh yeah just one random episode is just like hopping for some reason until like, they kind of like get to like a scheme and then they bring everyone here and then it just goes wrong how do they 
pay the rent on that building. Frank is rich. Yeah. Right. See, Frank doesn't yeah. have to cha- pay child support, so that's how he pay- <laughs> that's how he affords the building. Yeah. Right. He pays the rent. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was established like early on that he was gonna like he was their rich benefactor, you know, as their dad. But when he found out that when they found out he wasn't their dad, he stuck around because like. You know, they were the only people who did schemes with him, so now it's just, like, his money sink, and he's a begrudging, uh, he's the begrudging foot of the bill Listen, for, the, for the rent. What I, <laughs> what I hate to work at Patty's Pub, absolutely, but what I love to see what happens just as an everyday person going into Patty's Pub, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I, like I've read through this, um, this whole plan, like, Sean sent it to me, like, probably, like, a month ago, and I read through it, and I was like, this sounds great. Well, not with these people. Frank's like, what the hell is this? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> like, this is... <laughs> like, this is more just, like, if everything went right, everything went in my favor, there'd be no fighting, there'd be just, like, instant, constant re- resolution, money was no issue, time was no issue, this would be perfect. I know what the people that I'm working with, this would go downhill very, very fast. Joe, do you want to give your, your synopsis on what you think would have happened? Uh, yeah, it would go exactly the same way that the lawyer... Uh, the lawyer's career would. Uh, his marriage would go on, be on the rocks. His life is riddled with stress because the Sunny Gang continues to harass him. Uh, <laughs> you would basically end up like uh, lawyer, uh, which you know, uh, or how, how cricket, you know, was a. Oh yeah, cricket. They, I they should would. Have, I should have included cricket in this plan. They oh. they would dismantle you piece by piece, like mentally, and it would not go well. And I'm talking about like anybody, because these people oh, are just these the are so worst. They like break down like every person they come in contact with mentally. Yeah, As, and they, it's like even each other. Oh yeah, for, for fun. D is just okay. constantly harassed by a dentist for no reason. Yeah. I mean, she's a bird, so yeah. Leave her alone. But um. A big plan of this is just to bring to his fullest potential, like even like location wise, just like inside the bar, like they're not using the bar to like its fullest potential. You can do like so many stuff. Like I said that they could do different like so- social media and physical ads to kind of like get people in and kind of, and a big part of this is improving not only customer to staff relations, but staff to staff relations. Because just watching the show, you can tell none of these people like each other. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I love the heartwarming moments in the show where you actually get where they they actually like each other. When like when D's the surrogate, and they don't know they're like trying to figure out who's the dad. And they're like, you know what? Let's be let's be this kid's dad. And it's like that heartwarming moment. Yeah, the th- the three dads, and then none of them were the dads. <laughs> <laughs> um, and kind of just like a quick rundown of this, it would be. This plan would kind of be implemented of December of this year, and then kind of run until mid next next year into June of twenty twenty three, and kind of just have like different imp- implementations and steps to kind of like get it to its fullest potential. So here is kind of like the whole like situation. As I said, they're not really like getting what they need to get out of this. Like it's supposed to be a bar. It's supposed to be like where people are going to like during during like the weekend kind of just like unwind and even just like you can come and kind of bring like tourism into it too saying like oh we're from a different part of the u.s but this like this would more be like at the end like trying to get to like the ultimate goal let's say like you're in like middle america and you're like oh it's a it's a summertime it's vacation where should we go oh philly has this really cool bar that everyone's talking about we should maybe check it out and see what's going on there mm-hmm. kind of just like bringing people back to this bar and what 
I, I kind of included like COVID a little bit in this with like kind of like COVID levels like kind of like decreasing more getting back to like that normalcy that we saw pre-pandemic levels this be kind of a great time to bring people back to the bar and that's for just the situation that we're doing with we want people to get in is like the big like summary of like what this plan is so kind of just an- analyzing everything that they have like a few strengths that they have is they offer a unique experience compared to other bars in Philly. It's in a prime location, and it is a fun bar atmosphere with the people and employees. Like I said, never a dull moment in Patties. Okay. <laughs> I think I think we can all agree with that. Oh, yeah, sure. it certainly offers a unique experience. I, I was gonna say Charlie McDonald's, but that actually comes up later. Yes, like uh, yeah, we'll get into that later. Um, Although a weakness that they have is that A holds a bad reputation currently. Let's think about uh, the PR episode where all of them are kind of like linked to this bad like PR <laughs> PR uh, fiasco with uh, Frank Wolf and Cola. how like what Wolf Cola yeah Wolf, Wolf Cola, Cola. Uh, and uh, how basically all the companies were like combined into this big shell company where like if one of them is going down they're all going down Frank's so, fluids yeah so yeah Frank's fluids kind of like ruined the reputation a little bit it is deemed unsanitary and seedy kind of like look yeah, <laughs> look at whatever they say about the bathroom every time they go in the men's bathroom in an episode see what they say that <laughs> oh god the bathroom yeah Ugh. that will also come up later <laughs> um, poor client and employee employee relationship although and even employee to employee relationship like we said there even the employees aren't really that fond of each other and let's think about uh, the health inspector episode where that random person didn't even like his service no, no. <laughs> um some opportunities they have is that they can utilize their their space to its fullest potential and have like more activities and more opportunities in the future We'll talk about that later. Um, they can market themselves more on social media. Like that's a big thing that like nobody is really like marking their bar. It's kind of just like there, right? And like it's Philly. Like there's a lot of people in Philly. You can get a lot of people in. Oh yeah. And um, they can also do like legal. That's a big th- big word in here. Legal theme nights because even just looking in their fandom wiki, let's just say a lot of the <laughs> a lot of those theme nights would not kind of like pass the legal. <laughs> legal bar. Oh, I'm trying to. Uh, what's the What's the movie that they do? Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon Six. Lethal Weapon. <laughs> but um, I I was even lucky. Is like they had an underage bar at one point. Yeah. They had a Ooh. beauty contest in there. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, the like, I've seen that. Like it. It just what it, 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 it. They just need a lot of help. And a Who big threat they have is like I was just about to say legal ob- <laughs> obstacles and permits. A lot of things that they do here are not necessarily legal and or ethical, so I think that'd be a big challenge that they'd be facing, <laughs> as well as uh, competitors, like we said like, when they went to like the more like hip bar. There are competitors that kind of have what the, what clients want in a different location with better representation. So... Uh, Joe, did, you, did you have something to say before I started, so you turned on your mic? No, that was reflex. Sorry. Oh no, you're good. Okay. Yeah, uh, my challenges. doc wanted to close out for a second. I'm no, getting right good. to it. Okay. okay. The main, the, I keep saying the same thing over. Main thing is bringing people over, and then having like a fun and inviting, inviting uh, environment for the for for the future patrons. So Patty's had 
has great potential to be the new it bar of, the, of Southern Philly, even in the East Coast. Ha- Patty has spacious location for a night out with some friends or even a larger event to rent out. Imagine kind of just like renting out the bar. I was thinking about uh, where we went to like Sam's birthday. Like that'd be right. like, you could have like a big like party in uh, Patty's even if you want to. However, Patty has a handful of regulars. Most nights of the most nights out of the week is kind of empty, as well as some of the events that Patty has has put on have been seen as controversial and unethical. Finally, the greater greater awareness of Patty's Pub with like kind of like low with m- many naming Patty's Pub as like the worst bar in America. Like if you just like Google Patty's Pub, like the big like. You'll see like a few things where it's kind of just Patty's Pub is the worst bar in America, and they kind of like sell, kind of uh, just keep that in mind. Well, like we can t- kind of make this uh, worst bar in America the best bar of America. You could even do like Patty's as like a what's like that bar in Vegas that they treat you really poorly, the restaurant. <laughs> oh, I know the one you're talking. Yeah, about. like where they like they treat you like trash and like that could. That, that could have been like even fed into like the worst bar in America, where like they just treat everyone like trash. But I think they would also do severe mental damage to their patrons. Uh, um, verbal beratement, like yeah. <laughs> I, I pulled it up. It's uh, Dick's Last Resort. Yes. Yeah. Uh. It's in, I think it's one's in Vegas, and there's like another one, or is it just in Vegas? I think there's one down in uh, either Georgia or Tennessee. I'm not really sure, or Louisiana. Mm. But uh. This bar is huge. Like, I was looking at, like, not, like, real, like, schematics, but, like, kind of, like, schematics that, like, fans had created. This bar is, like, fairly big. Like, you can do, like, a lot with, like, space. Even, like, kind of, like, opening up, like, the outdoor area, like, that you see in uh, the Health Inspector episode. You can kind of, like, put, like, I know it's East Coast and snow and all that, but, like, when it gets, like, warmer and, like, summertime, you can put, like, seats out there and kind of, like, make it, like, a nice, like, outdoor area. Yeah, like, like when they did the whole, when they were, like, messing with Dee episode where they, like, had her believe that she was actually going to, like, be on Conan and stuff, like, they had all those people in there. Yeah. Yeah, like... You can put, like, a lot of people in here, so it's kind of, like, a shame that they don't. Yeah. And, uh, the... target demographic for like bars is between like 21 and 34 like that's like the more like social media generation and like there's a greater market to tap into that they're not really like using to like their fullest extent oh sure so here is kind of like when we get into more specifics so the publics of this bar is mostly bar enthusiasts over the age of 21 as well as second secondary secondary publics are bargoers in the Philadelphia area, gamblers, which will come up in a little bit, people who enjoy <laughs> games and socializing, and people with anger issues. <laughs> Fun. So for this section, I have a profile, which just is kind of just an everyday person who we would want to go here. Right. So for the profile, we have Rory is a blue-collar American living, in, with, living with his roommate in the heart of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Rory works long, hard hours during the week and likes to let loose on the weekends by by themselves with friends or with friends Roy en- enjoys beer and Irish really, as well as Irish whiskey along with high stakes card games although they have a hard time with losing and can be hot headed therapy with the occasional rage room can get all their negative energy out at the end of the weekend at the end of the weekend Roy prepares for the monotony of the week and looks forward to another fun weekend when Friday rolls around at Patty's like Great. I think that's like a pretty good. Uh, no, that's solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, yeah. keeping the working man down, you I know? Like, <laughs> make him enjoy the weekend so he works longer I just want to say that maybe it would be a good idea to do, like, the whole campaign plan after a break. Oh, yeah, we can yeah. take a break. We, yeah, yeah, so we, we can, like, break. get the break out of the way, and then, yeah, yeah. I just thought that'd be, like, uh, yeah, don't worry, it'll be seamless in the actual podcast. Okay, um, yeah, okay, no so problem. We'll be Bethany. back after some music and some messages. And now we're back. <laughs> and now we're back. We're okay, I also forgot how to work Audacity. Um, Two weeks in a row, we forgot to work Audacity. We're continuing with Sean's plan on the Influence Patty's Pub. Continue, Sean, please. Ooh. Yep. So we've been... So the first half of this, we talked about just general what we see the issue with Patty, while this the second half is kind of like what we're going to do to kind of fix what we're noticing. So from here on out, this is what the campaign is actually going to be. So the first aspect I want to talk about is the goals of the campaign. The ultimate goal of Patty's Pub is to update the status of worst bar of America to the best bar in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, or even the East Coast. We kind of wish to Im- improve how people think of Patty's Pub and, w- and make it where they want to come back to Patty's Pub or even bring a friend with them. Some objectives that we have are mainly acceptance objectives, which is a objective that you kind of accept the message that's going out and kind of implement it into what you're going to be doing next. Our objective is how to change people's overall opinions of Patty's Pub and show how, under our guidance and plan, Patty's Pub is going to be a completely different establishment fit for anyone, anyone age-appropriate for a bar to enjoy. The task that we are going to be tasked with <laughs> is to grow the audience of Patty's Pub and overall change the narrative in people's mind of Patty's Pub that they currently have. We essentially want to do a complete overall of Patty's Pub and make it a new and improved establishment and take what was take out what was bad before and accentuate what is good now. So, and for representation reputation to build a better representation reputation inside and outside of the bar we want employees to feel safe and respected with each other and we want customers to feel respected and valued when they enter so for our and we also have a primary primary and secondary message for the primary patty's pub is a place to be in philadelphia with a fun night and a few drinks and the secondary message is you want to find more unique experience than when you're at patty's pub Oh, yeah. Very unique. Yeah, that's very unique. <laughs> that's fairly accurate. <laughs> well, yeah. incredibly so. Also yeah. Accurate. Like I've been saying, like, you never really, like, have, like, a dull moment here. Mm-hmm. It's just more... Never a dull moment at Patty's. <laughs> it's more just making sure there's never a dull moment, but having kind of, like, a legal lens, making sure that everything is appropriate, <laughs> <laughs> appropriate, ethical, and legal at the end of the day. I mean, okay. if you don't get caught, you know. I, uh, sh- uh, no comment. <laughs> that's, that's how Frank operated when he joined in on that other bar scheme when everybody was off doing their own thing and they got shut down. Oh, yeah, the other bar. Or he's, like, he's like, you're the Mac. Right. You're the D. Yeah, he's like, do you ha- happen to have any uh, tendencies? And he's like, uh, n- no. Yeah. I, you're going to have to do for our Mac. <laughs> yeah, kind of just to sum up that in like three kind of like bullet points is we want the game to get along, we want the customers to enjoy themselves, and we want everything to be legal and fun. <laughs> <laughs> emphasis is, on legal. Yes, <laughs> emphasis on legal. Everything here will be legal. <laughs> under, my, under my guidance, everything in this bar will be up to code and legal. <laughs> 
And here is my favorite section of this plan, the strategies and the tactics, which is basically what I am going to be doing on a specific level. So the first first aspect I want to talk about is create new spaces, new spaces with what is already available in the bar. So one, so there is a episode where I don't know what it's called, but there is something called Charlie's Bad Room where he like kind of like goes when he's really angry and breaks bottles. It's oh. weird, <laughs> and, and uh, we're gonna turn that into a rage room where Charlie will kind of like advise the use of it because Charlie with anger issues would know how to kind of right. uh, advise it properly and make it run to the best potential. We're gonna revamp the boiler room from the Y two K bunker from the Storm of the Century episode right. into a makeshift casino. You know, <laughs> with the bunker being kind of like the cash-in area, and the area will include table games, slot machines, dual seat supervised, and mm-hmm. here is something that I love that I, I implemented. So Charlie has this uh, girl that he keeps chasing after after multiple seasons. Oh. She, stalking. Uh, stalking. Yeah. Stalker. Let's call it what it is. He stalks her. <laughs> um, um, like he'll find her on the random street. He'll go to a place of work. She, he invited her to a play that he made just for her. It's Too weird. Gross to her. Yeah. She said no. Obviously. <laughs> so, be, so we need one extra person. So who better to advise a lot of the dealings with Patty's pub than the waitress who will now be higher? <laughs> we just know it works here. Yeah, she will work here, but I'll, I'll go into like team clauses in a little bit, or like there's something in her in Charlie's contract that deals with her, as well as we are going to make kind of like a patio area for for uh, additional seating and secondary game area where it is darts and the te- team's uh, game that they created, Charlie McDennis, which is basically just a bunch of. Uh, it, mental and nonsense. physical uh, abuse towards each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's mental and physical abuse towards each other combined with every single board game known to man. Like they said that there is aspects of sorry in it, Monopoly, and I'm uh, sure. I, 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 What's I, the trivia game? I'm thinking. Trivia Pursuit. Probably Trivia Pursuit, yeah. I I love the Trivia Pursuit episodes. And it's like, it has to be based on a game. You ever heard of Operation? <laughs> <laughs> and it's Saw. Joey, you have something to say? Yeah, that just reminds me of the time my friend Jack facilitated Charlie McDennis and made the contestants eat uh, day-old gas station sandwiches. Oh. Oh. Did you eat it? No, I wasn't a part of it. It was his college buddies. I thought I thought you ate. I thought you were no, there. I I was Wink. not there. He just told me. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he, he told me about the whole thing. It was a wild experience. Uh, mo- it, I I would never play Charlie McDennis with him. He is crazy. I love him. Yeah, a big thing about this is that the teams have to be created prior to going there. Right. Because um, you can only just imagine the chaos of just Charlie McDennis, period. Mm. Imagine trying to figure out a team on the spot. It it it'd be it'd be crazy. And then there's like I didn't think I said it more in like the big plan, but like there's like tier lists of like uh, first place gets this many, second place gets this many, third place gets this many, and no one else gets it. Because it's also a paid to be in there kind of thing. Yeah, you gotta like put, like, yeah, you have to put like a few dollars in. So like you like split it with the bar essentially. So imagine like your fourth place and you're like, I was so close. <laughs> I was so close and now I don't get anything. I don't get any money. <laughs> the, the flags also have to be made prior, right? Uh, y- yes, everything that the is in a Charlie McDonald's game has, has to be made 
prior to going there or else you can't really participate. So yeah. like, that's also like kind of just like incentive to kind of like get friends to go with you as well. Whereas like you're not going there alone. You're bringing people with you to have like a fun time with the people that you like. I especially like that angle that you're kind of promoting, like, you know, somebody putting creative work, like, you know, making a theme song and making their flag and, you know, having a team around that because that fosters that sort of competitive energy that keeps people going there, especially naturally competitive people like myself. Like, mm-hmm. I would I would love to play like that, especially if there was, like, you know, money. incentive. Yeah, money. Sam's on my team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, right. Uh, <laughs> I guess you're stuck with Joe. <laughs> Why can't you do it with your girlfriend? Because Sean already called me, and me and Sean, me and Sean are like Dennis and D. <laughs> <laughs> Winners. Uh, All right, get out of here. Keep going. Just let me handle everything, and we'll make first place. Yeah. Thanks. So that's more just like kind of like creating like because the sp- the bar specifically the spaces in the bar. There's a lot to kind of do with them. Like there's like so many different things that you mm-hmm. can do with the bar. So why not just make these old spaces into new spaces that will bring more people in? But the second point under my tactics are to implement new implement new activities and more theme nights, where we have a college night where all students get a 50% on discounted drink. Must prevent valid student ID because, you know, why would you get 100% off? Because they're trying to make money at the end of the day. Yeah. Why are we giving 50% off drinks to college yuppies? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Frank. Um, I like that, though. Like I just said, charting with tennis tournaments. Um... There's going to be a drink and a show night. I mentioned that Charlie made a whole play for this waitress. So a drink and a show night, Charlie will mostly supervise and cast and direct a play that either himself made or an unlicensed show that must be pre- pre-approved. This is a twice-a-year twice event, and it's also like $50 a person. At the end of the day, a bar is a business. You are trying to make money at the bar, so why not have like kind of like a dinner and a show? Um... There is the clean the yuck puddle, which um, <laughs> I I read that I was like, what's the yuck puddle? Okay, so I know very little about it, but I found it fascinating. Where it's just like there's just this thing in the men's bathroom that Charlie thinks is alive. It's just like oh. a puddle that just like won't get clean no matter like what you do to it, and essentially it's just. It's paying people to clean this yuck puddle is the event, essentially. Mm. was kind of just like, it's kind of just a, at the end of the day, it's a kind of a little bit of a legal scam. An OCD like, person would love this. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, it's like 25 to like clean it at any time, but also the, <laughs> the amount is like doubled if it's close to like a, a health inspection. Right. <laughs> so um, it's basically Charlie paying people to try to do his work. <laughs> Yeah, um, like the yuck pot. I'm so glad you mentioned that because, like, it's so absurd, but what, I love it. What I think the the yuck puddle actually is is like a busted sewage pipe that just leaked <laughs> through the floor. It won't stop. But like, me. yeah, but like the fact that Charlie thinks it's alive, like I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me and the fact that you know I I I, I hate dirty smells. I would I, I would cry if I had to participate, but also the chance to win some money back by cleaning up the yuck puddle, I would be incentivized to just hold my nose, swallow my breath, and do it. Because like a lot of these events are kind of more like kind of like tournament based, where like the one who like the one team or the one singular person that does that at the end of the day gets like a majority of the earnings and then partially goes back into the bar. 
where like imagine that you just get all these people who are like kind of like OCD clean freaks saying like oh I can clean anything and like twenty five dollars isn't like isn't the worst thing. Imagine like twenty people do that. That could be like a good like couple hundred to like almost like a grand and just profit. Yeah, so, like, why wouldn't you do it? That also kind of, like, brings, like, just, like, these, like, random events will kind of just bring people to you because they're, like, oh, I want to try to clean this junk bottle. Oh, I have five friends that, like, that are very competitive, and we like to drink and compete at games in the same time. Why don't we just do Charlie McDonough's? Like, it'd be, like, a great idea just to bring people back and, like, show them that this isn't just a bar where you kind of just, like, bring, like, a first date and it's just, like, is like, weird. Like... It's like it's more than just a bar. It's more. It's more of just an atmosphere. And then one of my favorite favorite things of this plan is the team clauses. So as I've been saying throughout this campaign, that the team doesn't really like each other very much. So we're. So I want to implement something where it is something in everyone's contract where they must agree to a team clause and agreement. While on the clock, no person may prank, say slurs, name call, or other conduct conduct <sighs> to each other. Violators will be let go without pay. No possibility of severance or rehires. Like there be severance in a bar, obviously. Right. <laughs> and additional staffing will will be needed in the future. So wait, this is where I kind of more mm. implant waitress in there. And waitress will be in Charlie's contract mainly, showing that Charlie cannot, co- not in any way, harass her or stalk her while he's on the clock. Or off, you say too. Oh, I said off the clock too. Yeah. On or off. That that was a good hindsight in there because. Oh yeah. You know Charlie just like be like. He's like, oh, I can do it like, off the clock. All right. He's like, oh, I could, I could, I could definitely walk her home and then just. <laughs> No, 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 you're on the clock all the time, Charlie. Yeah. Sorry. But um, I think I forgot to mention the the campaign, but I split things up into full-time workers and part-time workers, yes, which that, yeah. I know all something would break loose if oh, I yeah. put this in, because the full-time workers were people who essentially just have stake in the company, and the part-time workers are the ones without it. You just know that D and Dennis would be going at in that board meeting and saying, like, Dennis, why am I not getting paid full amount? Deandra, <laughs> listen to your brother. Y- you barely show up. <laughs> you have the attitude of a part-time worker, D. Well, but I'm, I'm here full-time. Oh, I think <laughs> I think a big part of that is also pay is different for full-time workers and part-time workers. Imagine not only you are viewed as a full-time employee, but you're getting paid less than your brother. <laughs> It'd be chaos, but who who doesn't love like a good like good uh good car crash? Like who doesn't want to just see like the chaos just unfold? Like oh, it's a good setup for an episode. Yeah, yeah, this is a great set. This is like a, the yeah. amount of times that we just like say random stuff and we're like, this could be an always sunny episode. Yeah. Me, me and Joe have like spoken out like an entire sunny script, and it is one hundred percent plausible. The ninety-eight cent store. We came. With, what, what was the other one we came up with the other day? What the um. We have the ninety-eight cent store one, where it, the whole thing is they don't—they feel like young people don't want to work anymore. Uh, I'm drawing a blank because <gasps> we we did another episode. We're like, this could just—this is just an always sunny episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always sunny producers, we have ideas. <laughs> you don't have to pay us everything; just give us like a few dollars, <laughs> a few dollars and royalties. No, give no, me no, twenty me bucks everything. and a sandwich. Dang it! I'll, add, <laughs> please, I'll just add. I'll take flex dollars, please. Oh god, yeah. Dang, I'll just add like. Rob McKelney, Glenn Howerton, and Charlie Day when I say, hey, this is up now. 
on Twitter. Please. Oh my god. I'll do it. Because they, 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 they give us a cease and desist. Well, no, they, 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 also, <laughs> they also have a podcast together. Oh they, my god. They also have the podcast. podcast. <laughs> they also have the Always yeah. Sunny podcast. That show is so funny. I don't know if you guys have listened to it. It's like. The podcast? Yeah. They I might just, have to. I had no idea they even so, had a podcast. Some of the inspirations for episodes on that show, like, when, when, especially when, uh, when, like, Glenn is talking about his character, it is just wild. Like, it is so funny. I've, I've heard clips from the podcast. I have to listen to it more. Yeah. But, uh, well, is Midge? No, nothing. I'm just oh, I thought Midge was raising her hand. No, <laughs> but, um, okay, so that's pretty much the, the epitome of the plan, but now we're kind of at the final stage, which is the evaluation. Right. Granted, this never happened in real life, so like everything is more just predicted. But I predict that because I'm so good at what I do and I love what I do, that everything would go without a hitch, everything would go right. <laughs> but I know definitely with the people I'm working with, this would last for maybe a couple minutes, if that <laughs> a day. Um, at last for an episode, and then they'd fire you. Oh, yeah. Um, so, in my mind, people would flock to Patty's Pub every weekend, leave satisfied and happily intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Events like the casino night and monthly events, i.e. speed dating for Valentine's Day, did exceptionally no, well. We talked about speed dating last night. Yeah, Dennis. did, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, I didn't put these in the document, but they're in, like, the big document. Where, like, around Valentine's Day, we'd just do speed dating in the bar, and we'd just say Dennis ruin everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything. Well, Dennis would ruin everything. Charlie would, like stalk the waitress like when you know because she she would He's probably be a so part of it too he he like would he would lie. try to get at her table no no every- no it's in his claws when we said this was like what's your last egg count i could smell how fertile you are. <laughs> <laughs> um De- <laughs> dennis is dennis is a creepy twitter male exactly. <laughs> I love a reddit uh, yeah user. he would love the alpha male <laughs> no, that, that's a twitter user no dennis is a twitter user yeah. um Average, most sane Twitter user, by the way. We think the rage room would be done very professionally and well-received, gaining a few regulars. Imagine that. Um, staff would come in every day with a friendly face, and customers sp- spoke very highly of the staff. <laughs> staff interpersonal relationships. I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> yeah. Staff interpersonal relationships with each other have greatly improved, where staff were friendly and cordial to each other. <laughs> and some even spend time outside of work with each other. That's the most unrealistic. Sean, I think I think part of this contract is that they mandated mean eh, mandated therapy, but even then that doesn't work. They had a therapy episode. <laughs> it didn't work. And they just ruined the therapist day. <laughs> you unzip me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I I just want the best for people sometimes. Okay. I know who I'm dealing with. I know this would never happen in real life. Um, I also would hope that profits would greatly increase with gross earnings doubling and only six months of the bar's new changes mm-hmm. in social media is on the rise with Twitter having 50k th- uh, 50k followers, Instagram with half a million, and TikTok with nearly a million followers, bringing people into the bar. Remember, okay. oh, imagine a TikTok with them. Imagine. Uh, imagine them ask. like hiring people and then like firing them on the spot too. Yeah. Sean, I imagine that I like... I have to ask, this is out of nowhere, what is the, uh, what's in the contracts about schemes? Um, I didn't think anything about schemes, so I, I guess... I feel like, is that chill? I guess as long as they're legal schemes. All right. <laughs> I feel like their TikTok, like one, day, Charlie would upload like one of the three minute long TikToks of like just calling Dia bird, like like it'd just be like fight milk ads. Oh, fight milk ads. Yes. They would pay for TikTok ads for fight milk and wolf yeah. cola and stuff like. Oh my, that's so funny. Oh uh, no, I could I could see like Mac does like thirst trap videos, but they're awful. Yes. Yeah. 
He doesn't know like how to like kind of like cut them it, right, no, and the music's always missing. No, and it's like all heavily edited, like you know, like you know, like the um. Oh, like, early two thousands. No, no, like you know, like like the forty year old moms who are on TikTok and like stitch like, oh, no, like, and like duet like hot men. The fire. Yeah, and it's like it's just like that. <sighs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, um, Dennis doing like three minute TikToks of him just being a jerk i don't know no dennis dennis does does the alpha male tiktoks where he tells like how women are stupid oh yeah (laughs) oh definitely no like dennis is like oh man dennis's tiktoks are just like the worst it just be him yelling at d Uh, like like he thinks he's saying something poignant and smart but really he would would go over the dennis system on tiktok he would would be like andrew tate he's like oh now that andrew tate has gone my my time has come yeah when supreme dies the next one digs (laughs) off Like, he, he's on there saying something he thinks is, like, poignant and smart, but really he's just like, women be shopping. <laughs> uh, women do be shopping, though. Women do be shopping, um, no. I, I don't think D would... No, D would participate in, like... What, I, what kind of TikTok do you think would, D wouldn't be, like, craft TikTok? <gasps> I feel no, like no, D would hack those, the account like, after she gets mad. You know those, like, one thing... It's, like, those TikToks where, like, someone does, like, a whole, like conversation where they're like doing like a script essentially yes and they, they i was give. just about to say that yeah. i was like do you do you do it only do what's like once they were like acting challenge yes acting challenge. <laughs> yeah do you do you just does just all those things? i think she'd be like doing like story times too oh yeah but yeah. they'd be like the fake story times yeah where like she she was the runner-up for uh the notebook <laughs> <laughs> no she was the runner-up. she got the notebook and then she gave it to uh what's her face well, i forget but you know her the actress no, yeah, if I may do a little tangent, I I love sure. this bar and um, like gambling idea because yeah. I went to I went to Pennsylvania to go stargazing and I drove like four and a half hours, Ooh. and uh, I got stuck in the middle of nowhere and I had no gas, uh, but I went to this little town and there was uh, like a convenience store at like one a.m. And they're absolutely wild in Pennsylvania. Like, there was a gambling machine in the back of the store. You could put in your driver license and gamble. They served alcohol, and they had, like, signs everywhere. Like, oh, if you're a very intoxicated person, you're, like, a VIP. Like, don't you have to stay <laughs> cool. in this little lounge. So I think the idea of having gambling would, be, would work swimmingly in yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I believe there was something where they actually did gambling in the bar, and that's why I put why? it. Yeah, that was the episode where Frank had the um, uh, that group of Vietnamese men in the basement, <laughs> and they played uh, Russian what? roulette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were playing they were playing blackjack, and then they started playing Russian roulette. But like, uh, uh, <laughs> no, like, I, I would love an episode of them going over this plan. Like the whole episode is them looking at this, and Dee's like, nah. what, "What do you mean to get paid?" I thought you were a full-time worker, Dennis. And then, like, it's interspliced with, like, re- like recreations of what it would be like. Like, in, like, in with their them, heads. Like, yeah. the character, yeah. the oh. fictionalized version of themselves actually following this plan. Yeah. So you know hey, how Charlie... Howard did. <laughs> you know how Charlie sold his steaks for a sandwich yeah. mm-hmm. in, in Patty's Pub? Yeah. I feel like they would put the decimal point in two zeros in his paycheck to make him think that he's making... Like double what everybody else is making. But it'd be like, like it'd be like an office cutaway saying like, oh yeah, he's not getting anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like and and then he's like, oh, I'm swimming in money now. And then he gets like he goes out and he like takes out a loan. Uh, fi- he finances like a Camaro or something. Like yeah, no, they definitely put like a like a decimal, and he thinks it's like a comma. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> he's like, I can finally move out of my apartment, Frank. We can move up in the world. <laughs> and then Frank just foots the bill. 
<laughs> All right, uh, Sean, do you have any other yeah. last um, comments on this? No, that was pretty much it. Thank you for letting me write this. Thank you for writing it. Amazing job, as yeah, always. This, this job. took all of August. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Worth it. Uh, so thank you for joining us on 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair with Fandom Fair with uh, Sam. And Mitch. And Sean. Oh, sorry. Individually. <laughs> do it again. Sam. And Midge. Oh, and Joe. <laughs> and Sean. Great. Uh, um, and thank you to our EG- ADJs for sitting in and listening to us. Uh, uh, whatever our, this is. What are our crazy rambles? Um, so if you uh, want to listen to us on Spotify or Google Podcasts, it is F-A-N-D-O-M-F-A-R-E. And that is also our TikTok where we post funnies and our Twitter. And where I'd say when we're going live. And when episodes are posted. And Instagram is F-A-N-D-O-M underscore F-A-R-E. Um uh, the, the wash your sheets. Clean your wait. Wait, no, brush your teeth. Clean your sheets. Drink some water. Take a shower. You're a little smelly. Thank you. Um, uh, touch some grass. Thank you, uh, Joe. You want enjoy nature. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, right. That works. Just, yeah. Thank, uh, so thank you for joining us. We love you and have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye.